Thank you for listening to this program. It's a profound opportunity to me to be able to speak to anyone about the things of God and the Scripture. In the Gospel of Matthew, I wanted to read something trying to look at Jude, but it was important, I think, to look at something quickly, what the Lord said in chapter 5 of Matthew. It's recorded, he saw the multitudes went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, and that's what's called the Sermon on the Mount, is chapter 5, 6, and 7, to them. And there's no doubt that he's talking to them. He says, when you do your works before men, don't do it to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father in heaven. But pray to him in secret, and he'll reward you openly. So these men are his disciples, and he's telling them, and basically, you look at all of it, it's don't be a hypocrite with me. Don't don't uh, be a hypocrite, period. And then at the end there, the, that we know well enough, judge not that you be not judged. And why do you judge each other? And you hypocrite, uh, first cast the beam out of your own eye before you try to cast the mote out of your brother's eye. But he gives all these teachings to his disciples. Then he says at the end, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man, built his house upon a rock. The rains came and the floods came, the winds blew, beat upon that house, but it didn't fall because it was founded on a rock. Everyone that hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, he is likened unto a foolish man that built his house upon the sand. The rains came and the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. That's to his own believers' disciples saying to them, if you follow my sayings and do them, then that house will survive, that life, that soul you're living, that, that life you live. And And if you don't, hear me and my sayings, in other words, be a hypocrite with me, then that house will not stand in judgment. Come unto me and buy gold. I'm tried in the fire. So if you obey him, is another way to put it, you're a wise person and that house you're building. So the way I understand it, it's not either or. Obviously, in a Christian's life, it's both. And that's what Paul says in Corinthians when he's talking about um, separating out to see what sort of works your works are, gold or wood. And that's what the Lord's saying here. Gold is built on the rock, built on him, founded on him. And uh, wood or hay or stubble would be anything other than that. And that's where Paul says, that no other foundation can be laid except Christ, and he is gold. So if any man builds upon this foundation of gold, gold, the, then that means you're building out of him and of his love and abiding in that, and that will survive. I mean, that will stand uh, judgment. But I was just reading that then to look uh, over here in uh, in Jude, where he says, He says here in um, 
in uh, verse 20, he's been talking about false teachers that and their false teaching, and that is to turn the grace of God into licentiousness or lasciviousness, and that's to deny the truth of him and walking in truth. Like John said, I, I'm, I'm overjoyed to see my children doing that. And he explained clearly that walking in the truth is walking in his love. And the Lord said, beware, though, when you're walking in the light, if you think, if you, you, you will think you're walking in the light, but you have a little darkness, and you'll think that's all right. And that's, to me, what this in its easiest way or, or elementary way is what they're doing. But then it could go so much further than that in the way of uh, what you would teach believers. Because he says these false teachers are spots in your feast. They feast with you. And I think the implication is you maybe don't recognize them. But he talks about them being guilty of the same thing the Lord's talking about in the letters to Revelation or in Revelation to the church, which immediately follow Jude here um, in, in the way the Scripture is put here. But still, the things they're talking about is the very same thing that the heir of Balaam, the uh, gainsaying of Korah, he mentioned all those things and the Nicolaitans and those that that and Jezebel, how he can be against him, and he's talking to the church. That's the thing. So Jude is talking to the church. There's no question about that in in my mind. But he's talking to them about. I wanted to write to you about our common salvation. The I believe he means the sanctification that we have. We have our salvation, but we're supposed to live it out, work it out, and and we're called to do that. We're preserved in Christ, he says in verse one. But we're called to do that. So that's what. Let mercy and peace and love multiply, grow in it. That's what the Lord said. He gave to them my money, myself, come unto me and buy gold. And he gave to them his money and said, see what you can profit from it by and by trading. And that's living it. Anyway, he's saying, uh, Jude says, I wanted to write to you about that, but, but uh, the Spirit constrained me to write to you that you actually need to be able to stand up and state the truth and, and in love, speak the truth. And if you can't do it, then you're not an example. And when you look at it and see it in here, he talk, like Paul talked to Timothy, you fully know my doctrine. That means you follow it. You know it and follow it. And when you do it, and Paul said, I'm an example of love to you. No matter how you, what you say or insult me or question my authority or anything of the kind, or tell, they told him he was crazy. He said, you're beside yourself. And he still loved them, but he said, the more I love you, uh, some of you anyway, the less you love me. But still, he did that and was an example to them. And I've seen it, heard it more than once. If you are talking to about anything, if you tell somebody you're a, a ace mechanic, you know you, you you nobody better than you in the whole state, and you get in your car to go home and it uh, won't start. <laughs> well, I mean you you've lost a little bit of credibility there, and and the people listening around there say, well, we're trying to believe you're the best mechanic, but what's this? The car won't start. Well. And you say, well, I've been working on it. I don't know. <laughs> All of a sudden. And so he told Timothy, you stay there 
and represent me. I'm leaving. I, and I left you there. And it said he, Timothy said, and Paul said in his letter, the second one, I, I know the tears you cried wanting to, or that you shed, and I did too. He said, I didn't want to leave you there. And, but I left you there as, as an example of my teaching. And you know what my teaching is, and it's love. Long-suffering, gentleness, patience, that's what love is. That's what he said in Second Timothy to him, writing to him to encourage him to stand and and in spite of your youth and this and that, but you are an example. That's what I've heard it said and, and more than once is, well, who are you to talk to us about love? Uh, I don't see that love being, being shown right now because you're angry and and you're in your your uh judging me you know and that kind of thing and yeah oh yeah it can happen real easy before you even know what happened uh because of and and there is no because of well you know it's like resentment well it's not okay and, and the anger of a man doesn't work the righteousness of god so he says build up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the spirit keep yourselves in the love of God looking for the mercy of our Lord unto eternal life that's one verse and there is so much or two verses i guess but there's so much in there and they're not even verses it's just a statement he made but he's talking to believers and he says there's going to be false teachers among you teaching that uh, some other way than what we all teach, and that is you have to be in the love of God, in the love of Christ and the Lord himself. And they all say the thing there is you can't bring darkness in. This is like in the Old Testament where they tried, you know, the idea was get rid of all the leaven. Every last crumb, look under every piece of paper, every corner, everywhere. To, and so that's like the Lord said, my love, divine love, me, I am love. I can't abide darkness. I can't abide hatred or unforgiveness. And so then for believers and who we are, that's what they all talk about is we can't, uh, we can, but I mean, we shouldn't. And so the false teaching becomes, yeah, well, it's okay. Kind of like in the garden. Yeah, things are not right here, but it's not your fault. You just go ahead and eat the fruit. It'll work out somehow. And and that's the thing here is that you turn the grace of God into a license to do wrong. But but Jude, getting on over here to where, but you, beloved, you <laughs> that haven't fallen. And he said, now unto him that's able to keep you from falling. So falling is to believe what the false teachers are saying. And that is, there's another way to sanctify yourself and gain favor and rewards with God and some of the Judaizers, well, like being circumcised or like keeping the Sabbath, just do something. Or uh, the church, the Gentiles were a law unto themselves, Paul said. They say like, well, give uh, not 10%, give 50, give 80, give all of it. That's where Paul said to the very Corinthians, he said, I can't talk to you about spiritual things because you're carnal and puffed up. And he said to them, even if you gave all your money to the poor, if you don't have love, it doesn't profit you. And I've heard it said, well, we do love the poor, and that's so we will profit. Well, do you love your neighbor, though, that, that did you wrong? And, well, no, we're having trouble there, but I love the poor. See, the love of, <laughs> you, you, you don't divide it like that. The love of God is the love of God. In fact, it is a person. It's him. He is love. So you keep yourself in him. That's what uh, Jude is saying. You're uh, sanctified by God and preserved in Christ and called in Christ. We do all this in him, not so much for him 
our, on our own strength. There is no such thing. But but that's what will happen. That's what can happen. It does happen. That's what James was telling them. Look at all the envy and strife going on. You're all fighting and everything and, and going to work it out. It'll never work. It, it can't. So to get in the love of, of God is simply to give up all darkness. That And it, that can be done. And I still, um, Peter, I think, I, like, he may not have said that. I don't know. But I would, is, is if I were him, I'd say, yeah, you can walk on the water. And it may only be for a few steps and you'll go down. But if you'll reach out to him, he will pull you back up. You can walk on the water. You have to have 100% faith in the fact that he told you to do it. And he did tell Peter to do that. But he does tell us, abide in my love. And that's what they all say. Paul, especially several places, says, and he's more than able to do it. James says over here, he'll give you more than you ask for. But the whole issue is not God and what he's doing. We can trust him no matter what it looks like or seems like. We have to make the choice. If we make that choice and step out in faith and reckon yourself dead unto sin, unto ungodliness, the human nature, no matter how good it is, it's ungodly. He lives in us. We have a new spirit. We have a new nature. The old nature is still there, but we have a, certainly by knowing the new spirit, we can have and live in the new nature. And that's what Jude is saying, assuming you're in the love of God. He's saying then, build up yourself on your most holy faith. And that word there, uh, already running out of time, but that it's, um, Paul uses that in the same thing over here. He said, if any man... Uh, we know we have a building of God. If if our earthly house uh, is destroyed, we know we have a building of God. It's a building. And like you said, we, you, no man builds upon anything but the foundation of Christ. And so here, building, it's a word that means um, house. You start with the word house, and then you say, yeah, that's a house. Well, what's that guy over there doing? Uh, he's building a house. So the verb is building. You're a house builder. That's what the Lord's talking about. That's why I read that. You're building your house, either out of wood, hay, and stubble, out of gold, silver, and stuff. You're building it out of the Spirit of God, the love of God, or you're building it out of your own nature because either knowingly or unknowingly, you're actually in the human nature because there's darkness and you either, I don't know, there's several ways of getting, uh, we think we can get around that. But he's saying beloved, and that there is a, from the word agape, the in God, the, the ones that are in the love of God, and there you have no darkness or resentment for the time being. Like Peter said, I'm walking on the water right now, 30 seconds from now, I, I may uh, fall. And, but he can keep you from falling and and they talk about being settled in after enough of a trial and this and that how long it is i don't know peter said after a while you'll become settled in these things but he they said a lot of temptation will happen and testing before that but jude is talking to those that are in, in the love and it's house building a build uh build your house upon and not up there. That's word epi is those. That's actually one word. Building upon uh, uh, the the word for house builder, and then you add the preposition epi in front of it means upon. So you're building upon, and he means the foundation. Exactly what Paul was saying. And yourselves, you do it. But like Paul said, I pray by the power of the Spirit of God in your inner man that you could wake up. It's still the Spirit of God. That's who we are as a new creature. So if you're beloved. In 
and you're in fellowship with him and not like he says up here those that separate themselves they become sensual and they're not abiding that's what james says it's devilish it's of the world he used the word sensual but he but he says jude says here to those that are in the love of god uh, and building their house upon that foundation and actually they're the well that'd be too tedious but it really says, uh, literally, if I had to say it, it would say, those of you that love God and He loves you and you love Him with your heart and you're in the love of God, you're building up and growing and multiplying faith. That word for on there is faith and, and your most holy faith. Those are the two same. So, beloved, building up faith, your most holy faith building upon your faith, your most holy faith. Hold, that's him in you. He's the author and finisher of our faith. We are his workmanship. Faith works by love. Keep yourself in the love of God. Praying in the Spirit, that, I think that just simply means, like the Lord said, if you pray in my name, that means in my will, it, according, and you're in fellowship with me, in me, and you pray in that, of course he'll do, but keep yourself in the love of God. That word there, uh, real quick is uh, like uh, there's several words for uh, um, you say uh, watch that prisoner well put him in chains or uh, you know you know keep the 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 gate closed or I don't know but this this word here is is more like um, keep an eye on that so, some give somebody a gold coin and say now keep an eye keep that now keep keep up with that keep track of keep an eye on it. And and it means even a prisoner, you could say, or more like a two-year-old child. You say, keep an eye on them now. Don't let them get hurt or somebody uh, suffer loss or injury here. That's keep yourselves in the love. Keep an eye on what, like Paul said about the old man and the nature. He said, I don't, I don't play around. I, I take him out. I take it out. I, I, and I don't play around with it. I deliver a blow right straight and knock them right, the old nature out. That's what he said in Romans. Reckon yourself dead to that. And then when you do and you with your whole heart of faith take that step, then in that moment you're, you're in the power of the Spirit of God when, and you're in that nature of Christ. That's, that's what it teaches. And I can only say to do it, and like I was saying, the example of it, that's when you know what he's talking about, and that only happened to me in recent years. I've been saved a major portion of my life, but still, uh, I, I was, like they say, asleep, couldn't see it. I don't know. There's no excuse. It doesn't matter. But he did, thank God, wake me up to it, at least that I can at least know what he's talking about and see it at least some of the time. And then again, that's another accusation. Well, you you think you do that all the time? No, I, I would never say that. That'd be the last thing I'd say. But at least I know it can happen, that you can be in the love of God without any bitterness and hate towards anybody else and actually forgiveness and paul talked about to the corinthians you read that through there in that second letter he said yeah you've the man was allowed back in the con 
congregation that did such immoral acts or anything. And Paul said, you're all puffed up about it. So then they repented and kicked the guy out. So then the guy repents and he comes back wanting to be forgiven. And they do let him in. But he said, you won't confirm him. And that word meant to ratify, to you, you, you won't give him his place back. You say you let him come back in the congregation, but he has sat on the back row. You won't give him a place back. Or so you, you, your forgiveness is not complete or something like that. So in the love of God, it, it's not too hard to, in your own heart to know. I, the way I look at it is if you can pray for your enemies and love your enemies and pray for them genuinely, then you've forgiven them. Now, you may not be able to be around them, and you maybe shouldn't be. And the Lord gives all kinds of instructions, and Paul talks about that. That there's a, there, there's, but, but you can't have the unforgiveness in your heart. You can uh, stay apart from them, he said. Admonish them in the way that you can't have anything to do with them. But you can't hate them. You can't not have compassion in the way that you would pray for them. And so to keep an eye on yourself, keep, you know, watch out. That's what the Lord said, be beware, uh, look out, look out, because in the love of God, keep yourself in the love of God, building yourself on your faith, build faith on faith. From faith, to, we're, he's the author and finish of our faith. We look unto him for more and more faith. Like a person said to me one time, I said way back, when I, I hadn't even woke up to this yet. It would have been 10 years ago. I said, you know, having faith in God's uh, really uh, not very easy. It's difficult. He said, no, it's not. Not if it's God's faith. And I thought, well, uh, you know, intellectually, technically, he's right. But he actually lived that. And that was before I, I would just kind of shake my head and like wow i know it said it but you know and and but the lord woke me up to know there's no but about it you can do it if you want it with your whole heart yes you can and so then you're beloved you're beloved and and jude is saying in building up yourself uh your faith on your most holy faith keep yourselves watch out keep an eye out now unto him that's able to keep you from falling, you keep an eye up because if you're the new creature, you are who you really are. You're like Paul said, it's me, but it's not me. It's him, Christ living in me as me. But if you bring in the old nature, all of a sudden then you're compromised. And that's what the Lord said on the very first letter to the church. You don't love me with all your heart like you did at the very first. So that's what we have to go. The Lord said, remember the first works. Go back to there, the honeymoon, when it was all about me. And I'll say uh, at the end of the program here, I just want to make a statement. The great commandment is love the Lord. Love the Lord with all your heart and mind and soul and strength. And love your neighbors yourself. Love each other yourself. He said, Love each other. You love each other, believers, that I live in you. That's the idea of it, is that you love each other as I have loved you. Abide in my love. My thinking is, and, and I can prove it to myself in Scripture easily, is that you love him. That's the first, that is the first words of it. Love the Lord with all your heart. If you do that and you love him with all your heart, then by definition, you will love others. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. But you don't do it by saying, well, I'm working on loving everybody, and if I can just love everybody, then I'll be able to love him with my whole heart. Now, there may not be anybody think that way. I don't know. But I'm guessing that that kind of goes that way, at least. I, like Ten uh, Commandments, Ten Commandments. 
they all come from the great commandment. But they in the Ten Commandments, at least you got ten. You can say, well, I'm keeping seven of them, three of them I'm working on. Well, it sounds good. But if just one great commandment, well, no, you're either loving the Lord with all your heart or you're not. Well, that's what it was. And they were trying. It's just a, a real, it's not that the commandments are not good. They are. But that's why it says, they say in this in the New Testament to believers, if you have the love of God and you're abiding in it and you're in fellowship with him, you have kept and you will keep the great uh, or the royal commandment. And that's if you love your neighbors yourself, you will not steal, lie, and do all these things. And and even things, like Paul said, if there's something more than the rule you know of love, as in no darkness, he'll he'll let you know what that is, that he can't abide with that. It is sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So I don't know. It's just so much, uh, so powerful. Jude says, build upon the foundation of Christ, your faith. You're his workmanship. Uh, look to him for faith to build on that and grow in that your holy faith be holy like he is holy faith works by love and pray in the spirit in his name to keep yourselves watch out and keep yourself in the love looking for the mercy it's the same word as compassion here in verse 22 of some have compassion the same word used there is for the word used for mercy here not always but for here looking for the compassion of our lord unto and that's the word ice in in greek it means into eternal life the point of entry and and the, the where you're at in there it's not working to it or unto that's what he, paul meant to timothy lay hold on eternal life um, but looking for the mercy for help in the time of need he writes paul does uh come to the lord for forgiveness when you are ready to repent and totally give up the old nature, then that's then you find yourself in the love of, of God. And then Jude is saying, stay there. And like the Lord said, don't let anybody beguile you out of your reward. I still say he is the reward. It's all about him. We are complete in him. Thank you for listening to the program.